Hey everybody, welcome to Divi Chat, episode 17, another weekly podcast from Divi Nation, all of your Divi, Divi panel of experts. This week we're going to be discussing our favorite Divi plugins. So looking forward to this topic. Why don't we start off with introduction and you know who, Mr. Gino. Hey everybody, uh, Gino Kidos here from Monterey Premier. You can catch me on Twitter or Facebook at G-E-N-O-Q. Awesome. Hi, Kathy. Hey everybody, Kathy Romano, Viva Design Studio, wearing my new specs, about as dressed up as I got today. <laughs> Sweet. Hi, Leslie. Hi, um, Leslie Bernal of A Girl in Her Mac. Uh, you can find me at uh, Facebook and Twitter at A Girl in Her Mac, and I'm also wearing my new specs. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hi, Olga. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Olga Summerhaste. I'm a web designer at Infinite Imagination Web Design. You can find me on my website, Google Infinite Imagination Web Design. Fantastic. Dara. Hi, Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. Uh, you can find me at uh, Endure Web. And I brought my pink scarf. That was the closest I could get, but it's really hot. So. <laughs> Sorry. Awesome. Hi, SJ. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I'm SJ. You can oh. find me on Twitter at SociallySteve, or you can find me at Divi Space. Fantastic. And my name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios. Definitely happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Our Valentine's special, our favorite Divi plugins. We're going to go over, probably cover quite a few Divi plugins today. So if you're wondering what plugins play well with Divi and are specific to Divi, we're going to cover quite a few of them. We have <coughs> several plugin developers, in fact, of Divi plugins on the panel today. So. I'm looking forward, and uh, I think we can dive right in. Who wants to start us off tonight? Favorite Divi plugins? Um, I'll go I first. <laughs> I don't want anybody to take mine. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Leslie, it's, val it's Valentine Girl. Go for it. Um, okay, well, the two that come to my mind first are two of SJ's, uh, Divi Widget Builder and Page Builder Everywhere. Um, I don't use too many plugins, um, not because not I don't like them or anything, I just I, I don't always have a need for them or whatever. Um, and plus, you know, I try to code stuff if I can, but I love the widget builder. I love putting uh, modules in your in the footer. Um, it's just super handy. Um, and page builder everywhere. Um, I actually haven't, I hadn't used that until very recently, and I know it's been out quite a while, like, I don't know, maybe it's one of your, one of your earlier plugins. Um, but I love that because you can add stuff above um, above the header. Uh, you know, just make certain sections of the whole site um, global, site wide, um, that you can't do. You know, with just the regular builder. Um, but yeah, those are my my two favorites. <laughs> I think what I wanted to go do SJ. is, is um, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Leslie. I think what I want to do <laughs> is let me give a little bit of context for this, a little bit of historical data regarding Divi plugins. Um, Divi plugins, you know, the third party market in Divi actually started in SJ and Gino, you can help me correct me if I'm wrong, but it started in the spring of 2015 or 14? Wrong, wrong, wrong. 
14 when uh divi booster came out yeah divi booster was the very first divi plug-in by dan mossop the second official divi product ever created was by our very own sj james the divi module editor was that and really the second one? Wow. That was the second one. And the third, you beat That's us right. by a couple of weeks. The third plugin ever built for Divi specifically was the Divi Footer Editor okay. by us, Aspen Grove Studios. So those were the first three plugins, and they all came within a 30 to 45 day of each other. Dan's came out in like, I want to say either April or May. SJ sure came out around May ish. And Ours yes. came out, I think, the beginning of June, July, which was the third. And that those were kind of the three initial ones that started the, um, you know, plug-in Palooza for Divi. So there's a little bit of historical data for you. And for those of you out there thinking WTF is Divi module editor, that's now Divi Switch. So that's, that's right. Okay. I was like, I don't remember that one. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that was the first one. He, he rebranded it, absolutely. And I'll let SJ talk to that one for sure, absolutely. Kathy, you were wanting to start in there early too? Uh, I was going to um, say that I do not use a lot of plugins myself, uh, just because I don't do a lot of really crazy stuff. But I, I recently did use Terry Hale's uh, Image Intense, right? That's what it's called, Gino, right? Yeah. Yes. And yeah. yeah, it is. Put it on my own site. I loved it so much. I've got it in my portfolio. It does some really, really fun, fun stuff. And I haven't even touched on it, but I know there's there's a lot of really great features in there. But I, I just like Sparkle, and it had some nice Sparkle. <laughs> All right. So we have a sparkly image intense. Well, but it's it fits a very specific niche so it was one of the underserved areas in divi i think was the way that it handles images and then there are loads of good sort of separate tutorials coming out from the code drops tutorials people working out how to implement different things into into divi and into other themes and then you know what terry did there was take those two things that people wanted and merge them into one thing and I think that's why that's been such a success is that it does, you know, not, not one thing, but it serves one purpose and it serves it very, very well. Yeah. I remember when it came out and I saw the hover, um, the hover actions and I was like, Hey, I was like, I've seen that. I tried to get that in, to work yeah. on my site and I couldn't. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I remember when um, one of the child themes came out and Leslie and I were like, we're buying it just so that we can like get that hover effect. <laughs> But now you don't have to buy a whole theme. You can just like buy just the plugin. <laughs> Which is an interesting thought because um, when we were at OC and we were talking to Nick about like the future of Divi and the future of child themes, one thing that he was saying was he was really keen for more plugins to exist. So um, that he liked the idea of layout packs and then the idea of um, if you want functionality that that comes in a plugin rather than within the actual child theme itself. And I think it's an interesting thought with something like that, where you may not want the layout that someone puts in a child theme, but you might want some of the functionality. So to be able to buy that functionality separate 
from the actual visual side of things, I think it's really cool. And it's yeah. really smart that Terry has taken that element that a lot of people want, but they don't necessarily want the child theme to go with it. That's a good point. <clears throat> and in case you're wondering, all of the plugins and everything that we talk about in tonight's show will be listed in the yes. I'm writing the, uh, show notes. <laughs> okay, so I've got a, um, a plugin to talk about, and it's one that's made by Gino, and I've just started using it in the last week or two, um, and it's called Staff. Is it called Staff? Divi Staff. Yeah, Divi Staff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Divi Staff. So I have a site where um, I wanted to, you know, have all the different staff members. And I actually went to like, um, I use, what's it called, lynda.com to like learn how to do things. So I went to lynda.com and I was learning how to like make the, um, all the elements to make it all work. And I was doing all this effort, but I still hadn't quite got there. And then all of a sudden I saw that Gino had been working on exactly the same thing, except turning it into a plugin, which is way cooler. And so anyway, I started using his plugin and it's amazing. So what it can do is it, it creates a whole new, what are they called? Um, custom post type, which is called staff. And then, so it's like you've got your posts and your projects and then there's a new one called staff. And then within staff, it's got like elements so you can put the staff member's name, their title, their phone number, their email, whatever. And then when you actually go into the individual staff members area, then it's all laid out really pretty with their photo and then the information next to it and it's all clickable so you can like email them straight away and anyway it's a really cool plugin and um i think it's only like 20 bucks and it's saved me even though i was halfway through the process like it still saved me hours and hours of time so that's a good one to check out awesome Gino's first plugin. <laughs> yeah, and when you go looking for it, it's a bit hard to find because he's got so many amazing child themes. So <laughs> don't stop looking. There's like there's a plugin section. Find it. It's worth it. Uh, thanks, Sarah. Cool. So my favorites. Um, I I don't necessarily use a, a lot, and I haven't. There's a lot I haven't tried. So. I sort of feel bad. I'm not leaving anybody out. Um, there's just a lot of Divi plugins I haven't had a chance to try yet. Um, but I did get to beta test a couple, and they've already been mentioned here. Um, but Page Builder Everywhere, I was in love with Page Builder Everywhere 1.0 by SJ. Um, yeah. He sent us a developer's copy that we could incorporate into our child themes. And uh, I started doing that early on, and I was just blown away by the simplicity of it. But yet, it was like it was, it was it was a, a game changer for me and for my child themes and for my projects. And uh, I was just I loved it. I used it and um, in my child theme projects, and then for my client work as well. But I built it into the uh, website. But then uh, he let me beta test uh, 2.0, and uh, I was blown away how he took it and uh, just took it up like probably 20 notches, you can now go in there and you can, you know, before you had to, um, well, now you can just go into the widget area and you can add the widget and tell it where to put what sections and on what pages you can put it on. And they, it has what's called conditional logics, you know, meaning if it's this and this, then put it there. Otherwise, if it's this and this, then don't put it there, put this there. So you can actually separate page sections in categories and different types of posts and uh it's an it's an amazing tool and uh just took it up probably a hundred notches in my book so i was blown away by that one 
And I did get the beta test uh, Terry Hale's um, uh, image intense, and that one blew me away too. Um, I've been playing with the code drop tutorials on how to do those things with images, and uh, I had a hard time as well trying to implement a lot of those. Michelle Noonan did have a few tutorials where she did implement some of those, um, and that was really neat, but it was very hard for um, a client to go and make changes because it was done using HTML in the text editor of the text module. And so it wasn't like cut and dry. And Terry went and like SJ said, and Leslie said, is he went and made it um, just super easy, user-friendly, and it's just got so many features. It's kind of like Divi. I think I've only tapped into 1% of what <laughs> it can do. And so there's it, it, that's gonna be an amazing tool. And I will just throw one more in there. I haven't used it yet, but um, there's a plugin called Custom Full Width Header Extended Module. And uh, I can tell you this, even though I haven't used it personally, um, I get tons of feedback and it flies off the shelf at uh, Monterey Premiere. It is our number one selling plugin and we probably sell about uh, anywhere from two to eight copies a day on a daily basis. So uh, mm -hmm. people are getting giving good feedback on that. It's a, definitely a, a community favorite. So I just want to give a shout out to Divi Web Design who um, produces that one. I've heard of that one. I haven't used it either, but I, I've seen nothing but good feedback about it. I've used it on a couple of sites now. I think it's my favorite yeah. uh, Divi plugin. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things that it can do. It's so versatile. And um, I think it's, is it Ken Ng that mm -hmm. built the yeah. plugin? Yes, he Ken. He's constantly adding just dozens yeah. and dozens of new features to it all the time. So I remember when I, because the first thing I do when I get a plugin anyway is I, I unzip it. I don't even install it. I unzip it and I look at the code. <laughs> how, how, how is this working, you know? And then I'll start thinking, right, okay, like I'll compare it to my own plugins. What is different about this that I could be doing? Um, is this cleaner? Is there something that he's doing better than, than what I'm doing in my plugins? And if there is, then, you know, I'll learn from it and then I'll install it and use it. But the thing that really stands out in that plugin is the way that he's taken the, the base module um, being the, the standard header and has extended it. But the, the code is so well written and so clean that you can see how he's extended it. So there were times when I was getting stuck on stuff like getting the front end builder and things like that to work. And then you look into the code and you go, oh, that's how he did it. And it's like, brilliant. You just, if for nothing else, if I never used the plugin, it was worth buying just to learn how yeah. you did that. You know? Learn. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> so, so from, from a learn, learning standpoint, if you're going to take any plugin apart to learn how modules work, I'd say take that one apart because it shows you how to extend the whitelisted fields. It shows you how to extend and change the output of the plugin and things like that. So definitely worth looking at. But also there's... Um, there's a, a text GIF effect, which essentially makes the text um, look like a hole in the screen. So it's very easy to make text look like a color, but to make it look like the background of the content behind is very hard to do. Um, and it's quite a good JavaScript technique, but it's very hard to get working. And I tried a couple of times to get it working and I couldn't. And then I unplugged this file and took a look at it and he's got it working. So I was like, if, if for nothing else, if just using that, I used it on two sites just for that effect. It's the only thing I wanted that I couldn't do myself. And I was just like, okay, so that, that's worth it for me. And I would say that if he carries on building plugins for each extending each module the way he's extended that module, 
Um, I think he's got a very lucrative plug-in business on his hands. <laughs> yeah. It's also really good to know from someone who's not a coder that another coder has reviewed someone else's code and thinks it's really clean and really good quality. Like for me, that's really reassuring yeah. to know that, you know, whether or not that's the particular plugin I want to go for, that someone like that is someone I can trust with, you know, buying from. Because, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before. You just, people can, anybody can make a plugin. It doesn't make it a good quality or good coded plugin. And it's good to know, you know, whether someone's doing a good job or not. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd say that plugin stands out for me as something that um, a benchmark in, in how everybody should be extending modules and, and building new modules. Another thing that stands out to me, and SJ, you, you sort of modeled this with Divi Switch, is you continuously update it. It's not like you're updating it because you're fixing it. You're updating it because you're adding to it on a regular basis. And you did that with Divi Switch. You continue to do that with Divi Switch. And I see that Ken does this here. Every week, he's just rolling out new features. And that's inspired me as a developer. I'd rather keep pouring into the one I have. And if I do a couple more, then try to have a whole bunch of different ones, is make it more and more powerful, adding more yeah. to it, taking people's feedback, and implementing it. And I think that's... Uh, a model that I've learned from you guys, and that's what I'm trying to implement in my plugin. I mean, when I updated from Divi Module Editor to Divi Switch, um, I had quite a few customers email me and say, like, this should have been a new plugin, you know, it's so, <laughs> so much more powerful than the last one. And I was just like, I'd rather keep the, the customers that I have really happy, like yeah. stupidly happy, where they're like, where do I leave a review? Where do I write one for you? You know, who can I talk you up to? than piss a couple of people off by releasing a new plugin for every new feature that I think of. The great Absolutely. thing about um, Divi Switch for me was that it's extendable. So every time I come up with something yeah. new or I think would look cool, it's very easy for me to add that code in and then just chuck a switch on the end of Divi Switch and, and to keep that list growing, you know. Um, so that was that was why it was good for me. And again, it's uh, we've talked about it before, but it's not a plugin that does anything particularly strenuous it's not something that there's probably not a tutorial out there that you could do yourself it's the fact that it puts all those things in one place and does them at the flick of a switch um so if i can keep doing that for people especially non-coders to to just be able to do all of the things that they want to do without having to code then you know good for everyone yep. <laughs> yeah i would say dv switch yeah. is probably um like one of the ones for the definitely for the newbies like anyone who's coming in and for the first time kind of just getting involved and they're not really sure you know and they're not ready to delve into all the tutorials there's a few plugins out there that you know they're going to help you get on your way and um the foot editor that's another really good one um for getting you on your way if you don't really know how to do things don't i mean now it's kind of you can type your own stuff in but the one good thing about um the aspen grove one is you can put in the um, the perpetual date so you don't have to update it every year um, so that's a really good one for people who are newer um, and don't want to have to learn a lot of code I think um, yeah it's like SJ said it's not that you can't do it yourself but when you're getting going it's going to save you a whole bunch of time yeah I think for us at least for me I'm kind of like several people on the panel we don't use a lot of plugins on the sites that we build um, we just don't we we kind of hard code stuff in ourselves and stuff and our plugin development actually evolved from a need that we had it wasn't because we were hey 
let me find, you know, let me make some money on developing a plugin. You know, I could, we couldn't really believe that nobody had ever created something to change that little footer, footer tag, you know, that you had to go into the footer.php and edit. Um, Aspen footer editor, which that's one still that we actually use today on most sites because it's so easy, super lightweight, chunk it on the site. <clears throat> it does have the dynamic short codes, dynamic dates, like Sarah said, where it will auto update the year every year. So everybody puts copyright, trademark, X year to X year, and it will automatically update those years every year for you and you never have to mess with it again. What, it, what I like about it also was the flexibility of styling. You got to use the WordPress WYSIWYG editor to style your footer text, basically. So you could, you know, align the text to wherever you wanted, left, right, center, hyperlink, open in a new tab, add images, add videos. You know, if you were going to try to do just add a hyperlink into the footer.php and have it open into another tab, the code that you would have to know to, to implement that in the PHP was just, kind of crazy stupid so that was just kind of a plug-in that we came up with to solve our own issues so that we wouldn't have to keep going in reinventing the wheel with as we got new clients and stuff and um and it actually evolved into you know i, I don't even know how many downloads total we've had since that plugin's been out but it's it's been a lot of downloads i think one of the things that happens when you sort of you get better at building things yourself is that you get further and further away from the person you were when you started and it becomes hard to remember that it might seem simple to you, but to somebody that's yeah. just starting out, it's, it's an hour Googling the wrong thing before you stumble across the right thing, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, all, all these things, even the simple ones do serve a purpose and they serve an audience. We may not be their audience, but they, there right. is an Okay, so there's a plugin that I'm like super excited about that's not out yet. Well, I don't think it is. I hope I haven't missed it. But Tim has a plugin coming out, doesn't he? The Tomorrow. the Tomorrow. yeah. The, Divi overlays. Divi overlays. Oh, I'm so excited. There's so many <laughs> things that I can use it for. I'm really, really excited about that one. Yeah, when Tim showed me that plugin when it was in development quite a while back, I thought, oh my yeah. God, this is a great plugin. I mean, this yeah. is this is going to be awesome for development aspect. I'm super excited about that one. I think there's so many ways that we can implement it. And I really like that he's starting to niche himself in the WooCommerce area because I don't feel like there's been a couple of plugins that have come out to help with Woo, but Woo is pretty clunky on its own. Like I find it really, I, I think it's the best shop plugin that's around personally, but it's clunky and sometimes it doesn't work fluidly with, Diddy and you know I'm just I'm really excited that someone is spending time focusing on that because sometimes I think Divi's beautiful and we can do a lot with it but it can it can look a little bit blocky a little bit basic sometimes unless you do a lot with it and I feel like with Woo I'm just excited someone's spending some time on it so I think that's really good that's yeah, yeah and that, and that uh, plugin's teacher. not Woo specific either, though. It no, does no, do some no, really I don't fantastic mean that. thing. Yeah, yeah it, I, no, wanna... I don't. I don't mean that. Sorry, I just yeah, meant that he well. said he's going to start focusing oh, yeah. on Woo in the future with plugins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tim has definitely become the Divi e-commerce third-party king. <laughs> oh, I heard Olga say something. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, guys. Well, guys, I wasn't quite on a ball actually because I didn't know we were talking about specifically plugins built for Divi. I just thought we we're gonna talk about our favorite plugins. But at the same time, um, one of the first plugins that I used that was built specifically for Divi was actually SJ's page builder. No, not page builder everywhere. Page builder everywhere was the second one I used. The first one was Divi Switch. And back then, like I was kind of like a newbie, and when I installed it, I thought, oh my gosh, now I can do it so much faster. That one is like, thanks, SJ, that was really great. So that <laughs> one, yeah, the same, like I don't use too many plugins, so that one I really like. I really like Page Builder everywhere. I use it on two websites now, and it's awesome because even so you can add, you know, just footer as a global module, say, you know, I mean, yeah. make a footer as a global, you know, um, global section and then add it on all pages. If you've got a blog with comments, that's when you run into problem and page builder everywhere, like really does it so beautifully putting it all the way on the bottom. But uh, can I just mention, David, <laughs> that I had a privilege to do a uh, better testing for David's new plugin called Testify. Is that the right name? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Testify. That's the right name. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, that kind of blew me away, actually, like uh, how good it is and how many options you have, and especially options about styling things, changing color, changing fonts, changing size font, all of that sort of stuff. So um, I only tested it. I haven't actually used it on a site. I think it's very, very new, like it must have just came out very recently. But I'm very excited about it, and I can actually see myself using it. I can vouch yeah, for that it, one. It's, it's on a client site, actually. The night he gave it to me to, to test, I was like, well, I happen to be needing this, actually. I was, working, I was working on a client site, and I emailed her, and I was like, well, because I had made, I, I kind of slapped together just a, um, like a slider, a slider, testimonial slider, and it, it wasn't very, you know, anything special or anything. And she liked it fine, but I switched it to testify and I was like, okay, well take a look now. My friend's making this, it's in beta. Um, he gave me a copy and she was like, oh my gosh, I love this so much better. And I was like, mm, mine wasn't that bad. <laughs> but Sorry, I Leslie. really like it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give a little sneak peek about testify. Testify is a, um, that was another one that just kind of, we, we stumbled upon. We, we didn't set out to create a testimonial plugin. Um, we were building a client site and just kind of backdoored that it was easier to build a plugin than to code all this stuff. The exciting thing about Testify, I think when Olga tried it, we did not have the um, front end submission for to allow clients to submit testimonials on the front end of your website. It will allow you to, a client can go in on the front end, submit a testimonial to go into a queue, and then it will allow you know, you to approve that that testimonial once you've viewed it, similar to a comment and a WordPress website. What it also does testify is it will allow you to have multiple categories. So if you want to style it one way, a testimonial on the home page and label it and create a new category with an entirely different style and place it on in a sidebar or anywhere else on your website, it will do that. Um, the thing that we're working on this week hopefully may be finished tonight is that we're actually including it in the Divi Builder. We're creating its own module to where it will go into the Divi Builder as well. So Testify did just launch Olga, but it's rapidly being improved upon based upon feedback from the community as well. Awesome. 
Oh, it's an awesome plugin. Thank you. <laughs> We're in a little bit of a plugin boom at the moment, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Divi staff and then Divi overlays and testify all within like a very short space of each other. I think those are three of the like the more promising plugins that I've seen pop up. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I actually prefer plugin development to theme development personally. I'll tell you what, what I like about plugins or what I think most people like about plugins is that a theme feels like something you do at the start, whereas a plugin is something you can do at any point in a in a website's lifespan. So you can have a two year old site and suddenly decide that you need a plugin to do something. Whereas a, a theme or a child theme feels like something you do at the start of a project. It's something that you have in the planning stages. Um, whereas with plugins, there's not that, uh, even though that's not always true, sometimes plugins just, you know, add functionality and it's just the way that the developers chosen to do it. But with a plugin, there's nothing to stop you going, right, I'll just pop that live on the site now, see how it looks. I like it. And then, you know, allow, so I think in terms of my experience of, of selling, I'm glad that I went down the plugin route and have been able to kind of, a lot of my stuff is function anyway. It's not designed. So, you know, it, it was easy to do that, but I'm glad that I did. And if anybody out there has something that is functionality led and you're thinking, do I make a child theme or do I release a plugin? Release a plugin. You're going to, you're going to thank yourself. Take the extra time to code it into a plugin. I agree. I will second that. I totally, totally agree. Yeah. I would like to build at least one. <laughs> just learn, just to, just to know. It seems fun. Yeah, I like the idea of being able to improve upon it, too, and just roll out new features and updates. It's much easier than trying to improve upon existing child themes. And so I absolutely, it's like a continuous learning type thing. The project doesn't, like, you build a child theme and then move on you get to keep working on it, adding to it. Yeah, I think um, there's a couple of elegant themes plugins <laughs> that are pretty good as well that we probably should mention. You know, I said I don't use many plugins, and that was a fib. I, have, uh, I use Bloom on everything. I, just... I use Bloom on almost every website <laughs> that we build. Um, and Monarch we use on quite a few as well. So. Two plugins yeah. from Elegant Themes that are phenomenal. Email acquisition, social sharing, yeah. Monarch and Bloom. Yeah. Do you know, I can't believe that, I can't remember what I used before Monarch. I can't remember what was there. <laughs> Share this. I think Share I used Jetpack. Share something. <laughs> right? It was so hard finding a decent plugin to do something so yeah. unbelievably simple. And it right. was kind of like, Thank you for making this because you know, you've just saved me so much time now. I no longer have to test the new plugin every two days to try and find a decent sharing plugin, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I agree and concur. <laughs> what does everybody hate? No, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one thing it's funny, like, like page builder everywhere has come up quite a few times tonight. So thank you guys. But I, I almost didn't release that as a plugin because it was giving me that I was using it for myself and it was giving me an edge because clients were coming to me going, I just want a different header for Divi. And I was going, I've got you. 
whereas now everybody can do it so i've kind of shot myself in the foot a little bit there but you know, at least wow, we love you for it thank you for sharing it with us you're welcome yeah. <laughs> on at least three sites so far and i am very thankful for that one well sj has us spoiled because now sometimes there'll be like a question in the group and then, like, SJ would just come in and be like, actually, let me just write a plug-in for you. You know, give me 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I've done that, I've regretted it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> 30 hours later, right? Yeah. Got, like, a following, like, banging on the door. Like, where is that plug-in? Caffeine addiction later. I'll tell you, this is um, one of the other plugins. Obviously, you know, I, I said that we use plugins. We create plugins because we have a need. And um, one of the needs in the community was white labeling and stuff. So we came out with Ghoster. Oh, yeah. That's another plugin that we use. It, and it actu actually is our number one seller. It's our best product. It sells a ton. So I don't know if people are, are mainly using it because they want to hide Divi from the rest of the world or from their clients. I don't use it in that way. Um, I use it in a totally different way than um, white labeling. I, I very rarely, I don't have any problem telling any clients what tools we're using, what platform we're on, uh, you know, i.e. Divi, so on and so forth. What I like Ghoster for is a branding. Um, you know, branding my own company, Aspen Grove Studios, rebranding Divi, sorry Nick, to Aspen Grove Studios for top of the mind awareness. So that when a client has an issue down the line, if they're not a maintenance client or a service agreement client and they have a need, they see, oh, Aspen Grove Studios in the back end. It's just subtle little reminders of, um, you know, I, I basically we don't enable Ultimate Ghoster, which basically hides Divi and, uh, sorry, SJ and Gino, it hides. Divi staff and it renames them and, and does all of those plugins that way. Um, so we just don't enable Ultimate Ghoster and just leave the branding aspect to it. So it's also a branding tool as opposed to Ghoster. And I probably should have thought about that before we launched and stuff. Hmm. Actually, you just made me think of one um, that I haven't used yet, but I've been meaning to use for like forever. And I think I bought it at one point. Was that um, the Dashboard Welcome plugin? I don't know I who makes it. I wrote that one down. I, re I remembered that yeah. one down. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's Tim's also. Uh -huh. So I really like the concept behind that. I haven't used it yet, but um, I'm needing to move my maintenance clients more into a thing where they can contact me differently <laughs> to how they are now. And I've been thinking about using that dashboard thing in that way so that, you know, it welcomes them. It points out like a couple of links of the things they need to know because a lot of my clients forget where stuff is. I'd also like to start linking to my videos. So I make them a personalized video when I finish a site. So I'd like to like have the little link in there and then have a contact form where they can, you know, put in a request or whatever. Um, so I think that's a really cool plugin. I haven't tried it yet, but um, it looks great. And I'm, I've been meaning to do it on every site since I bought it whenever it came out. <laughs> I can confirm that it is a really cool plugin. Nice. What's also good is that you know the guys that make these things are are there. You know, if you're in the in the Divi Facebook yeah. and things like that, they're they're very easy to reach out. So you're not dealing with um, you know like WooCommerce or something where they've got a hundred thousand <laughs> customers. You're dealing with you know guys that are are selling to their friends and their friends' friends and things like that. You know, 
Um, yeah. So we, we tend to be much more easily contactable, even if you just want to give us grief. Woohoo, I wrote down 15. Wow. That's pretty good. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Oh, sorry. Did we really cover 15 plugins so far? Yeah. Can I also just give a shout out to um, a company called New? Yeah. Well, ridiculously oh, yeah. bad for SEO, but good good plugins. I can never remember how they spell it. Is it O-O-U or O-U-U? Or it's something uh, like that. I think it's O-U-U. I'm not sure, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. That sounds right. Um, and they've got one that is the mobile friendly page builder and it's not a big deal. And if, if it's not something you do, but if you do go into the back end of your website on your phone, um, if you're on the move, then it, it's helpful to, to be able to see things and move things around without it looking like everything's just been squashed into a small area. And all that does is it just, it, it neatens up the page builder and it makes it so much easier to see what you're actually doing in the back end and to move stuff on a mobile or a, or a small tablet. Um, so again, if, if it's not something that you do, then, you know, good for you, no worries. But if it is something you do and you've kind of had a little gripe with the way that the builder gets squashed down, that's another really simple, it solves a problem kind of plugin. Um, which is why I actually I, like it. I had that on my site. Um, I used it for a, a few months, and and I liked it. I, I only took it off because I was kind of going through my plugins and checking what I really didn't need anymore, and I wasn't using it so much anymore. But um, for a time there, I I'm always on my phone. Um, I, I I don't like to open my laptop unless it's like I'm I'm actually building a site or something or working on client stuff. Um, but I'm like a magnet with my phone. And so when that came out, I tried it and it, it really does make the interface so so much easier to use. You know, you don't you don't lose things aren't just jumping around when you go to type something or whatever. Um, it's really nice. Um, but so that that one's definitely good. I like that one. Thank you for bringing it up. You are welcome. You might have given me a reason <laughs> to do things on my phone now, SJ, because yeah. I can't stand <laughs> getting on the WordPress dashboard on my yeah. phone. Yeah, I know. David, I your whole house is your phone. You're a mobile <laughs> worker. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the total opposite of Leslie. I love my laptop. If, yeah, <laughs> if you want to do some work at the pub, you just drive to the pub. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to worry about drinking and driving. You just go jump in and pass out. <laughs> Does anybody have any, are there any plugins in development? SJ, Gino, anybody on the panel? Spill beans, spill beans. Yeah, any sneak peeks? I've got a few, but I'm not going to discuss them. <laughs> when I do, someone else pops up with a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to keep them to myself yeah. until they're ready, and then I will, I will bore you all with them then. Yeah, don't even, don't even do an email teaser or anything. <laughs> no teasers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't have anything necessarily in the works. I have uh, several ideas, but um, we I don't have uh, any kind of plan right now. We're, we're just kind of focusing on uh, improving this plugin and uh, kind of letting that be our sort of flagship plugin for a little while. Awesome. The one thing I will say is that we've got um, Divi Switch at the moment is mainly for CSS edits, um, but from the next uh, the next update onwards, 
um, there will be loads of JS and, and PHP um, snippets that you're able to activate with switches as well. So. Yeah, so as far as we, we don't, we, we do have some plugins in development, but I'm kind of like SJ. I can't really talk about them now. Um, but I will I've, tell you that. I've signed my own NDA. I've got an NDA <laughs> with myself. <laughs> we have and it's a good thing you're not drinking. The most requested feature that we've had for Ghoster ever since it's launched has been multi-site compatibility. And taking on Ghoster from a multi-site compatibility to basically white label is a monumental task. And we officially started implementing that feature, working on that feature this week. So all the people that email us, multi-sites coming. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. All right. Anything else? I think we've done. <laughs> Are there any Divi plugins that we didn't mention that we want to? You just don't want us to leave. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much. This has been Divi Chat 17, Divi Chat's favorite plugins. Check out the show notes. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Let us know if we've missed any of your favorites. Yeah, I was. I yeah, was, uh, hold put on it in second. the comments. Hold on a second. <laughs> One of our viewers has, uh, what plugin oh. can I use to disable modules not being used so their CSS JavaScript aren't loaded on the front end and pages not using it? Can you guess who put that one in there? <laughs> Is there David such a plugin? Elster. David Elster. Is there such a plugin? I haven't seen a specific plugin for that, but I do happen to stumble across one yesterday, which actually brings up another plugin that's Divi specific. Um, is I use Gravity Forms and Gravity Forms, there's this guy, I don't know if it's a guy actually, but uh, um, there's this free plugin called Submerva or Sub something. Oh, and it, it styles yeah. your Gravity Forms the same as Divi. So it does all the work for you. You just kind of plug it in and it's free. But anyway, he has another plugin that hides projects. So um, I just happened to stumble across it yesterday. I just generally, I hide specific stuff generally from my clients. So it doesn't actually remove it from the code. But anyway, I noticed that he has one that hides the project module, but I haven't seen one for all the modules. I mean, there's two ways. I mean, if you're talking about hiding it because you don't want the clients to see it, then that's easy because you can target the actual... Yeah the modules has an ID and you can just hide it with admin CSS. But if you're talking about the actual unhooking them so that they don't load and to speed up your site, you would have to move your, your builder folder into your child theme, um, which I can post the code on the site if, if that's a, something that people are interested in. And then you would have to go through the array of um, all of the builder module extensions and just take out the ones that you don't want to use because they're all being loaded in, in an array. So you'd have to take out the ones that you're not using. So it just loads the ones you are. Um, if that's something that people actually want, I can post the code. To I could be wrong, but I think that is what one of the features will be for the Divi developer version, um, right, which yeah. we don't know when that's coming out. That but I think I that's more or less it's already put in Divi with Divi role editor. Like if you go to Divi, um, uh, there is basically in a dashboard, Divi, Divi, um, yeah, it's just yeah. overall. 
it pretty much does a little bit. You can actually choose uh, what you want uh, user to give access to. you want to see, yeah. I have to it right? but it's kind yeah. of things that probably not many people talk about, and I think it has more potential than what we realize. I've always found it to be quite buggy. I've found it yeah. like, um, stops me getting into my own stuff. Yeah, I actually nice. will put in a separate role editor plugin um, that I prefer yeah. to the Divi role editor. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I tend to sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a global, the role editor aspect. And uh, our viewer is wanting to know page specific. Mm. So I think that's you a great You know something about the, great, the DB role editor? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, go ahead, Leslie. Something about the. No, I was just going to say not only do, do I not like it because it's buggy, um, for some reason, you would think a bunch of big buttons would be great for, for UX and UI, but it, it's just. Overwhelming. It's like too much. Yeah, like, I think that's why I really that's the main reason I don't like going back there because I'm it's just I don't know. I, I don't it, it doesn't it's not user friendly. <laughs> oh, you, you just reminded me something. We want to wish Nick Roach a very happy birthday this week. <laughs> the founder of Elegant Themes. Oh, yeah. Birthdays this week. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nick. We didn't stick your face in an email newsletter, though. <laughs> <laughs> With typos. You know, you should have had the mask, man. You should have <laughs> like a Nick mask. You know? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <That would be awesome. laughs> All right, everybody. Well, Divi Chat episode 17 is done in the books. Any parting thoughts? Go Get buy Divi plugins. Go buy Divi yeah. plugins. No, buy Divi plugins and use them responsibly. <laughs> That's a good ending note right there. We'll see you next hey, week. Hey, do we want to? Well, that? no, I'll, I'll ask you Go after. Go ahead. I was going to say maybe a, a coupon code we could stick in the notes for Heck anybody yeah. who wants to give one up. Divi chat. We'll put a coupon code in there. Okay. For, <laughs> and the coupon will be Divi chat. Make it maybe we we should do a follow-up episode that just looks at like the funniest support emails. <laughs> I tell you, type in uh, Divi Staff uh, 25 through the end of the month and get 25% off Divi Staff starting now. Okay. I will put that in the notes. And you can put, uh, I'm going to, we'll do the same thing. Divi Chat 25. Divi Chat Actually, 25. Yeah. yeah. Divi Chat 25 for any de plugin developer that would like to offer it on this panel. How about that? Yeah. That works yeah. So, you, so you can get Divi staff for 25% off if you go Divi Chat 25. Okay. And I'll do that for Page Builder everywhere as well. Divi Chat 25. Boom. You're there welcome. You go Divi Chat. Sharing the love. Sharing the love. <laughs> Finally, listening to this podcast is paying off. <laughs> <laughs> It only took you 17 episodes. <laughs> I can't believe it's been episode 17 already, truthfully. It feels like we just started. So looking forward to the next 17. Yep. All right, everybody. We will see you all next week. Ciao. Cheers. Bye, y'all. Bye.